This is Christine Brown, and while I have to listen to this podcast as my motherly duty, you have the choice not to. My sons sometimes say some naughty things when they're trying to be funny, but really, they're just being stupid. You still want to listen? Go right ahead. I am not your mother. Welcome back to the Pagers Dynasty Podcast. I am your host, Andy Brown. With me are the Brothers Brown, fresh off of a, uh, I, th- I think our experiment into um, other fan bases was a short one, short-lived, from our uh, Browns on Browns podcast earlier. I thought and... it was, I think I stunk up the joint. <laughs> oh. Yeah? <laughs> no. Uh, C minus. I was trying to think of Very naughty. Up. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, So we didn't end up dropping the Browns off at the pool. Um, uh, So, yeah, but I think going from watching all of these Cleveland Brown losses, even though that was just the highlights, the shift from that to the game we're talking about this week. Uh, Greg, you want to introduce us to what this game is? Yeah, can we just play that uh, The Clash song, I Fought the Law? <laughs> and the law won, I fought the law, and the, the law won. I'll see if I can fit that in here in post. That describes this game. So which the, one was it? The single greatest single defensive player game in Patriots history. Okay. Anybody want to argue that? Because I'll come for your throat. William McGinnis <laughs> did set the league record in sacks in a playoff game once. Does that count? That's pretty good. I, I couldn't think of any off the top of my head. What year was that, Andy? Uh, It'll be a couple of years after. I think like 05 or 06 or something like that. Really? Yeah. I remember that. Against the Jags, whatever game that was. But, uh, yeah, I would say that, I mean, if this isn't number one, it's one and one A, you know? This yeah, is 2003 AFC conference game. Patriots versus the Colts. Peyton Manning coming to town in the snowish sleet. Uh, it's more like it was slushing. Anybody who's from New England will understand that term. It's it's snow, but just barely. It's right on the edge of rain. And so it hits you and it melts immediately and you just get soaking wet, even though it's snowing. Mm, soggy so, weather. Yeah, from all the all the fans that you saw out there, just standing there, just they were soaked. Oh, yeah. They were they weren't covered in snow, and it wasn't really accumulating. Like it was kind of like that had that like, you know, when you get the slush on the sidewalk. It was like that on the field. Yeah, perfect that's football what, weather. That's what Virginia winter is. That's how it snows here. Yeah, so another reason not to go to, move to Virginia. Sounds great. You're right. They were probably wishing for snow at that point in that stadium. They're like, how do I have snow right now? Yep. Yeah, all or nothing. That's what you need. Um, yeah, I mean, there's got to be so much hype going around this game. Oh, going into this game, I, because... Like, this is like a... Even if you're not a Patriots fan or a Colts fan, this is like an NFL fan's dream. Yeah. It's the best for- offense versus the best defense in the league. Playing about as well as those units can play, too. Yeah, so I mean, let's talk about the Colts, because I think that was the kind of the big storyline is that coming into this game, the Colts were as hot as you can be for an offense. So hot right now. So So hot hot right now. now. (laughs) 
So because I all right, so I don't know if any of you have the stats for this, but I know one of them was that in the Colts' first two playoff games, they had not punted. They hadn't punted once. We'll get no. to the that was the defining play of this game for me. Yeah, we'll get there. Um, but let's talk. I mean, what else? What else was happening with these Colts coming like, into this game? Like 13, well, if we want to back up a step to put it in historical context of the Colts, right? They're pretty bad for a while mm-hmm. until they drafted Peyton in first overall, right? yeah. yeah, yeah, first overall. He's their savior. Like over Bledsoe Bledsoe was supposed to be. Remember that? Yeah. Oh over yeah. Harbaugh? Yeah. So he's like coming into his own. This is his fifth season in the NFL. He's he puts up a lot of gaudy numbers, a lot, of but numbers. He, but they can't get over the hump of the playoffs. So he's zero and three in the playoffs prior to getting to this season, That's which right, is good. They lose for the, to Colts. Like the Jets last year or something. They made the playoffs three. Times. Yeah, they got the doors blown off forty-one nothing by the Jets last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, the fact that they made three playoffs in you know five years is pretty good. Four for them. years, right? At that yeah. point, this is. Mm. So then this year rolls around, they go 12 and four. He's a co-MVP. He's the NFL passing leader. He has like 4,200 yards on the season through the air, which in 2003 is ridiculous. 29 touchdowns and only 10 interceptions. Yeah. They're averaging a shade under 30 points a game, the offense. They're second in points, third in yards in the NFL. Yeah. They get the divisional or the wild card. Because the uh, other co-MVP that we just beat last week, right, Steve McNair. So then all they do in that is they shit stomp the Broncos 41 to 10 in Indianapolis. Uh, I got the drive chart in front of me. This is the Colts drive chart. Touchdown, 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 field goal, touchdown, field goal, fumble, downs. That's it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, wasn't Peyton Manning? Uh, didn't he have like a, almost a perfect quarterback uh, rating in that? It was one of the two. I think it was that. Yeah. So Peyton Manning stats in that game: twenty-two of twenty-six, three hundred seventy-seven yards, five touchdowns, no picks. Fuck. One fifty-eight point three rating. A perfect rating. Yeah. So those last two weren't even Manning. The the fumble down. So every time Manning's in there, garbage time. Yeah. Touchdown or field goal. Touchdown. They score. They score touchdowns. Yeah. Jesus. All right. So then they go to the Chiefs, who had a great season as well. Yeah, um, they were so undefeated for like week nine or something. Yeah. Want to hear their drive chart from that game? Yes, please. <laughs> touchdown, touchdown, touchdown. <laughs> End of half. Field goal, touchdown, touchdown, downs. <laughs> so so they're scoring score touchdowns on like 80%. So yeah. that was a 38 to 35 or 38-31 in Kansas City. Yeah, because that, that was yeah, that was a shootout. That's right, because it was um, that was Priest Holmes's Chiefs too. Correct. Yeah, and they, they, they were the a bunch of ones were in offense. Oh, you might so. be right. Yep. Yeah. And Manning stat line: twenty-two of 30, 304 yards, three touchdowns, no picks, one thirty-eight point seven only quarterback um, rating. Yeah. So coming into this, it, he is just torching so defenses. High. Yeah, so. leave, leaving dead defenses in his wake. Yeah, he's got 12 incompletions in two games and eight touchdowns. So <laughs> it's about, about as good as Manny gets. Yeah, you can't you can't really get any better. In the uh, playoffs. Yeah. So right, that, yeah. so you gotta think Colts fans are going, okay, 
this is the year. We got over that playoff hump. Manning's mm-hmm. MVP. We are unstoppable. We're a wagon right now. We're going to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Um, Kansas City, that's a tough place to win. Arrowhead. Mm-hmm. Right. Went into Arrowhead, stomp them. And so uh, that kind of segues into one of the quotes that the commentators talked about. I think it was Bernie on the um, uh, Bonnie on the on the sidelines talking about before the game. Um, Peyton Manning himself was coming in with a lot of. Um, with the Colts trailing New England by 14, Peyton Manning was right about one thing and wrong about another. He was right when he called the Patriots, quote, a different animal. He said there's sound on both sides of the ball. We'll have to work for everything. He was wrong when he said if we lose this, it won't be because they confuse me. Four interceptions, Greg, speaks for itself. First four interceptions of the postseason for him. So if they lose this, it's not going to be because this Patriots defense confused him. Mm-hmm. Yep. Protection problems, which to me, as at the time, probably a, a bigger Peyton Manning hater than I am now. Um, wasn't a huge fan of him when he played, but uh, he's growing on me now that he's retired. Um, I would say that's that that almost sounds a little bit like uh, him throwing his kicker under the bus. It's like, well, if we lose, it's not beca- going to be because of me, obviously. So it's almost like he was kind of building in some other excuses as to why this team might lose maybe defensively they're going to give up too many points or whatever yeah which makes sense after the previous week i mean they gave up 31 <clears throat> yeah true. He's, he's like all i've been doing is scoring touchdowns because their defense wasn't great that's true did, did uh, you see that stat about the punts too no about puntless games they they, they play oh like yes 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 yeah i think i took a picture of it um <laughs> yeah it was where do i have it um NFL postseason all time games with zero punts. Colts this year, two games. All other teams, three games out of 391 possible games. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. And so you were thinking this was like, I think a lot of people going into this would think it was going to be a shootout because that's what it was in Indianapolis when the Pages went there earlier in the season, right? Right, which was like an all-time regular season game. So that's adding to the hype this too of like, okay, they went to Indy. There was a mm-hmm. a last-minute play to to win the game yeah. after a furious like twenty-one point comeback. So like, throw that in the mix of getting hype about this. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. networks yeah. with CBS is like oh. loving this matchup. This yeah. is yeah, it's a wet dream. You got uh, Brady, who's like the the winning quarterback that's young that like, Oh, he's, he could be pretty good. Manning. Who's like the, the highly touted, like a first round pick and a seventh round pick going at it. They're both like really good earlier in their careers. Like mm-hmm. that dynamics. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, the Belichick Manning dynamic is there. Yeah. yeah. They've been going at it for years at this point since 2000. Mm-hmm. And Belichick is often, not always, but often got uh, Manning's number. Yep. Like Manning doesn't always have great games against them. So I think Manning was what, like one in six against Belichick to this point in his career. Something like five. That, yeah. yeah. This might have been the sixth one. I think so. Yeah, because that was an early narrative, right? Of it wasn't so much Belichick versus Man or uh Brady Manning, it was Belichick Manning, because right. Belichick was the defensive mastermind and can he come up with something to to confuse Peyton? And Baton's over here being like, nah, he ain't going to confuse me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if we lose, it ain't because I was confused. So those four INT said, buddy. Yeah. And then I, I would I would say 
you know, Peyton Manning face is a very oh. recognizable meme. I would have to say this game was probably its apex. Peak this is all time. Peak all time. all time Manning face. Just the yeah, from the get go. From yeah, the, yeah his first interception he threw, they yes. cut to him and he did the triple shrug. Yeah, There's no less than 15 Manning faces in this game. Yeah, oh, at least like, some of those ones you see in memes now are, are in this game, and like it's just yeah, full of great Manning face. Mm-hmm. Uh, in he all, he was grouchy. He was grouchy. He was. <laughs> oh, he had reason to be. He just by the end of it, he looked war torn. <laughs> so he, hey, he fought the law. And the True. law won. Yeah, okay. The law. <laughs> it really did. All right. So do you want to kind of get into this game then? Yeah. Sure. Because yeah, I mean, we we won't go drive by drive, but I think there's a lot of like. I have a. I had a scope quarter by quarter. All right. You have a thought, Steve? Yeah, and it, it shows up pretty early in this game too. Is the law? Remember we had that poster of the law Malloy and the lawyer. You know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is the first Locker. year they don't have lawyer, and they swapped him in for Rodney Harrison. Yes, and he balled out in this game. He did. He had an awesome, awesome game. I think that it is correct. Or fumble in the first quarter. Uh, well, no, he had the interception in the end. So it's, the oh. game starts. The Patriots go out and um, like his first drive. I think it's like midfield or something, and they they go for it on fourth and one. It was like yeah. At the Colts 40, and it's like a Brady sneak as it always is. Um, but like that almost set the tone of like, this is going to be one of those games where we're just going to like, we're, we're not playing it safe. We're going to pull out all the stops. And it started literally the first drive going from fourth and one. It was the first series. Yeah. And then uh, it ends with Brady throwing one of my favorite of his touchdowns, I think. It's one of those ones that I, I always forget about. But when I watch it, I'm like, oh, that is one of the greatest play calls and like execution of it as well, where it was Brady. He had Givens out on the wing and he faked the wide receiver screen to him. So the defensive back comes up and then Givens just runs past him. He just like lobs it to him in the end zone wide open. Perfect. Play call. Such a great play call. They're on like the seven, right? That's a perfect, that's a tough Patriots run that play all the time of just get it to wide receiver on, you know, inside the five yeah. yard line, see if he can make a miss and he's got a touchdown if he can. Right. And the dude bit on it so hard because they pump it, and he's Gibbons was so open. It was such a good play. I don't think I've ever seen them really run that again that I can remember. That's true. But like that's your first like touchdown play call is that, which is great. Gibbons had four catches on that drive. Yeah. He didn't really do much else after that, but all good. It's all right. Uh oh, yeah. and then yeah, and then of course, like the Colts, as they would do kind of almost all game, just kind of move straight down the field with relative ease. I don't know about ease. I mean, I think the pages made them work for it, but they were still moving the ball successfully. Get down to uh, inside the New England, like five yard line. And then on third down, Manning gets confused for the first time of the day and throws an interception to Rodney Harrison. And I thought if you looked at the play, uh, I think it was thrown to Tony Pollard, the the tight end. He was. Marcus and Marcus Pollard, sorry, yeah. Um, and he looked wide open at the beginning, which he may have been, but then all of a sudden, Ronnie Harrison kind of like the whole defense like shifts as the play is happening and like rotates almost. Just all a of a sudden, Ronnie's just, he's just there. It was a bad throw. 
It was not a good throw. Late read. He's thrown off his back foot. Yeah, he's backpedaling as he's throwing it. It's the read and then tried to still do it anyways. And Rodney's instincts took over, peeled off his guy and victimized him in the end zone. Yeah. And then then we saw our first Peyton Manning face where he goes, he's like, oh, he does his little shrug thing. He's like, that that, that was the triple shrug. That was my hell he's looking at. Like, what? Yeah. You know? Who are you trying to blame there? That was all on you, bud. Like, Pollard was wide open from the from the get go, and you just missed the read until you found it too late. Yeah, anyone interested? Uh, go to 19 minutes in the YouTube video. I wrote them down, dude. I started <laughs> I started writing down Manning faces, and then I had to start abbreviating MF, which I thought was funny because motherfucker. <laughs> and then I just gave up because there's so many. There's I was like, so I can't many. keep doing this. It's just yeah, I would I wouldn't even like write them down. Just just watch the whole thing because you'll you'll get a. A sprinkling of them in there. You I could you could legit go to the YouTube, which is two hours long, and just click randomly in the bar, them. and you'll see one within about a minute and a half. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. You'll get there real quick. Won't take you long. Yeah. Just 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 watch random plays of the Colts on offense, and you'll you'll get there. Um. So that was basically the first quarter. Um. Both those drives took quite a lot of time. So Patriots seven not up seven nothing first quarter, and I remember. I think before we move on, huh? Yeah. Stat right before through the interception on third down in the red zone about how in the playoffs he'd been 13 for 13 on third down. (laughs) And also, uh, there was another one where they were, uh, another stat 10 touchdowns in the last 13 red zone drives. The Colts offense, love that. Oops. Um, oh, and also on the, the, the Colts opened their offensive play. Uh, like when they got the ball back, their first offensive play was a false start. And it was the first penalty on offense the whole postseason for them. Mm-hmm. 117 plays. That was the first one they did. And it was literally the first play of the game for them. So that was nice. Uh, all right. So first quarter over 7 nothing. And so I was thinking about this today where like some of these games, like I remember a lot about them. Or I'll, you know, for a lot of like Boston sports moments, I'll, you know, you, you remember where you were and that sort of thing. In this game, I didn't remember where I was when I watched or anything like that, but I remembered the feeling that I had when I watched it originally when I was watching it again this week. What do you mean? Because it. <laughs> it yes, yeah, arousal it, for me. It was that, but also fear in there too. Mm. of like fear are we going to be able to keep this up because and once we get in the second quarter like this is where it kind of hit like this whole second quarter and the way it all played out like wait wait we we could actually do this if we keep doing this in the second half like we can we can pull this off without brady throwing any more touchdowns yeah. Well, they they dominated, but they weren't dominating on the scoreboard. I think that's that what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. And it's because their red zone offense was atrocious. Benetieri goes five for five on field goals. We were just shitting on the double overtime game last week where they went five for five for Carolina. But, but I could have kicked those. You know what I'm saying? They're all from like within the ten. Right. Been all year they'd had shit red zone offense, and it's like if they had just scored a couple touchdowns there this game's over and they're just kind of hanging in i get i get that fear too andy i remember that yeah um but they were doing just enough on like every drive it felt like i think because i think they went out they went three and out twice and they were both in the fourth quarter um 
So they were kind of still like moving the ball while the Patriots were. Yeah. Uh, a lot of like five wide in the snow, as you do. Um, but a lot of Troy Brown in clutch spots. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of Troy Brown when you absolutely needed him. I think he didn't he convert another fourth down. He did. He converted um, fourth in like a third and 10. He's. And also uh, on the first drive of the second quarter, and the page is driving again, there he had like two huge catches. And then Brady almost throws an interception. But Troy Brown knocks it out of the defender's hand, so they were able to kick a field goal yeah. on that first drive. Um, the red zone, you're right. Yeah, and so that was like a huge turning point too. Because I mean, it's it's three points, but it kind of all like mattered at the end. So, so yeah, Pats are up what ten nothing at this point. Right. So after the turnover, they march down, they kick a field goal. It's ten nothing Pats. Yeah. Peyton Manning. Start of the second quarter. So like. Peyton's getting a little frisky. He's like, oh, we got to do something here. Got yep. a 60-yard kickoff return. No, first, yeah. first offensive play. <laughs> he tries to. Yeah, he, he, he tries, tries to, to stick one on the, the the corner, on the corner out, and Ty Law, who's, who's over there, he jumps off his guy. And you guys will remember this play where he starts floating back and he just does the one-hand scoop catch as he's sliding down probably the best of his three picks of the game i would say whenever whenever i hear the name troy brown uh, uh ty law that's the play i think of that's the first play that his, pops into my mind this might be his best interception ever yeah i would agree his most athletic i mean that was a one-handed one-handed stab back. yeah perfect catch amazing catch well it was just indicative of how ty law plays he's he's proactive rather than reactive right i think you got a lot of cornerbacks in the league that they're decent players but they're always just trying to not get beat yeah where ty law would try and beat you yeah absolutely you know he'd be like eyeing quarterbacks he'd be trying to jump routes he'd be he'd be doing all the stuff that's like i don't know he just felt like a competitor that was trying to make plays every time he was out there i agree Um, Levis does the same thing Yep. And Gilmore does the same thing. Those two guys also were who? Gilmore. 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 They'll like bait quarterbacks into throws and like read them and set them up and just like they are trying to mm. beat you. And I agree with that. And they, it almost feels like they know not just what their responsibility is on the field, but like what the defenders around them need to be doing too. So, like on that play, especially like that, like you said, that wasn't the guy Ty Law was covering. But he dropped off of that because he saw Peyton Manning's going deep, and uh, they actually, the commentators actually talked about like how many meetings Ty Law's like, I don't need to be in all these meetings. We have meetings all the goddamn time, and uh, they're like, well, I mean, this is this is what you get from those meetings is that you recognize that if this is the route combination, there's I don't a good know. chance I'd Manning's be really going interested deep and- to see what Ty Law says about that. Like, well, do you think he's like, I bet they're feeling it a little bit and they're going to try and take a deeper shot than the safer underneath stuff? That's what I'm wondering, yeah. Or just like reading a quarterback's eyes. Yeah. And like body language. You know, I feel like he was like an instinct player, but then Hmm. you'd think he'd get beat more often trying to do stupid shit. But I'd love to hear him talk like X's and O's to see what, how much of it is like game prep shit versus how much he's just like, he's going with the flow of the game and just yeah. reacting to what he sees. 
Yeah. All right, hang. On. I'm writing it down right now. We're, we're, I'm going to go see if we can get Ty Law on the podcast just for you. Oh, okay, dude. Ty Law also rules just yeah. as a person. He's the best. I'm not gonna lie. I tried to find some of his vodka. I tried really hard to get some of his vodka for this, but I you can't get it anywhere. Dude, I'm recording from a trampoline right now in honor <laughs> of Ty Law's trampoline parks <laughs> that he sold and is no longer a part of. But yes, so I got Ty some Law. notes on Ty Law though. We'll save that for the end. Oh, yeah. I, I think we should. About his uh, life, personal life? I think he's going to come or up a just bit more. his career in general. Okay. All right. Um, so the Patriots don't do much with that. Kick a, another field goal. Um, yeah, get it down to the seven. Kick a field goal. Classic. Yeah. Just like we did last drive. And I think that on some of these field goals, um, the last couple, I think it was, they they actually had some good play calls, but Christian Fourier dropped two touchdowns. Yeah, he did. Both hit him like in both hands, catches that he's made in other games. Some and on some like good play calls too. But I think if he had caught either one of those, this game looks very different. This game isn't nearly as close as it was at the end. Patriots kind of walk away in a laugher almost. Yeah, well, but, yeah, you're adding what. Eight points to their lead at halftime. Right. Yeah, exactly. And so, yeah, so you're up more than two touchdowns. And, uh, yeah, and I think things might look a little different. How did they get to that uh, big 15 nothing halftime lead? Well, yeah, because right now it's 13 nothing, which means uh, if my math is correct, we're two points away. Uh, safety in this game? I, I guess I don't. I don't remember safety. Uh, Steve, do you do you remember what this? this, this is the, I mean, not, obviously the the tie law picks. Everyone, those are the highlights you've all seen. But I remember this very clearly, and it like embodied the build up and all that that Greg was talking about earlier. Of yeah. they showed that stat of how they had him punted and like nobody else ever no yeah. has never punted in the playoffs. And, and apparently, like all the uh, the Indianapolis media was giving the punter a whole bunch of shit about how he's like not earning his paycheck. The the. The commentators are talking about, like, oh, it's a lot of money for just holding. Yeah. Just being a holder. Wow, you get paid so much. Also, I, I just want to point out um, that the fact that the name, the, the punter's name is Hunter Smith and nobody called him Hunter the Punter. I was just thinking that in my head. Such a miss. Yeah. I mean, for, for like a Phil Sims type of guy, too, who's like, we talked about last week about how fucking work joke work appropriate joke shit he does like you're gonna miss the hunter the punter joke yeah and like they're saying his whole name every time like it's troy brown there's yeah hunter Hunter smith Smith. as if there's another hunter on the team yeah it's a very millennial name too hunter yeah oh yeah 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 he wears skinny jeans (laughs) oh for sure yeah loves dancing on tiktok if our last name was green instead of brown i'd name my firstborn hunter Hunter Green. Yeah. I like that. Because that's all he could wear then. You can you can name your you can name him Nut. Nut Brown? Yeah. Hazel. I don't know. <laughs> no, it doesn't work. Dark? Light. Cappuccino? Yeah, light, dark, I don't know. You're a coffee nerd. You know, you'll think yeah. of something. I'll come up with something. Mocha. Yeah. Feces. Hot, hot brown. <laughs> that hot, hot brown. First yeah. name hot, middle name hot, last name brown. Speaking of hot garbage, the <laughs> nap on this to, to Hunter the Punter was hot garbage. It was- yeah. Oh, uh, and also speaking of of perfect names for uh, that 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 punt in general, 
the long snapper's name justin snow (laughs) just justin snow does he snap the ball two feet over the punter's head (laughs) and it looked like yards backwards like hunter the punter was not ready for it he looked like he's super surprised goes over his head the best part was hunter the punter is wearing two receiving gloves still can't catch the ball He doesn't even get a, he barely gets a hand on it. Yeah, he gets like a uh, half a finger on it. Yeah. Yeah. And then it goes that. over his head that he's run after it. Yeah, so he's running after it. And I think his his kick on that because basically what he does is he like takes it from like great play from the 10 yard line, just like just belts it out the back of the end zone. Just kicks very it. Very heads up play. It was yep. a hilarious looking. It's kind of it's probably really hard to kick a bouncing football on like a yeah. frozen grass that's all in poor. the snow. Yeah. Yeah. Hits it first time, top corner, right, Greg? Dude, I, I'd up say he was the best player in the Colts in the first half. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you might be right. Dude, he saved them five points. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they got a penalty was... out of it too, which I thought was hilarious that they gave him a penalty. Did you see they like zoomed in on Hunter too, and he was just like, "Yeah, yeah." <laughs> <laughs> I did. I did the best I could in this situation. Dude, I'm a Hunter stand. That guy rules. Yeah, yeah. doesn't punt for two games, comes in, gets snapped over his head, and then just yeah. boots it out the back. <laughs> electric playoffs yeah that was amazing <laughs> that was like his only appearance yeah yeah he had another good punt later i think like yeah i think he punted once more but so he had like two snaps the entire playoffs one <laughs> went over his head and kicked the 15 rows deep and yeah when he kicks off 15 and when he kicks 50 yards yeah yeah <laughs> And he'd be like, yeah, fucking suck it. Making my money now, aren't I, you bitch? <laughs> right, it exactly. saved you five points in a playoff game. You know who maybe you should have been bitching at? Yeah. Fucking Justin Snow. Well, Justin over there. Yeah. yeah. You never trust like him. sucks in snow. Oh, <laughs> shit. I had just that whole, this is, they're so fucking good. They never even punt. And then like, okay, now I have to punt. <laughs> now you know why. And that's not going to last forever. And like special teams breakdown, even mm-hmm. though it's not a third of the game, right, Greg? That's right. Third of the game. That's right. Um, and so, I mean, I feel like this is a, kind of similar again to the first Colts game uh, the Pats played in Indianapolis, where watching this, it felt like there was a lot of opportunity for the Patriots to like just step yeah. on the throat of the Colts and just like put this game away. Cause you know, you just, you just got a safety on a, what should have been a punt. So you get two points and they're kicking the ball right back to you. And I think the kickoff return was actually pretty good. So you got the ball like almost midfield-ish, I think. Yeah. Your own 40, something like that. And three plays in, Bethel Johnson fumbles the ball. Colts recover. Like, well, fuck, like that. We could have just like put the game away right there, get any sort of points out of that. And now it's three touchdowns going on a half. Um, But instead, you've given Indianapolis the ball back with two minutes around midfield and this is a team that we've seen can score quickly like real quick and um they move it yeah and so they 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 drive inside new england 20 and of course they score a touchdown and uh go into the oh wait nope (laughs) uh rodney pops his head up again (laughs) he had a monster game yeah and he loved this game this is this is some Harrison on Harrison crime. Ooh. Marvin Harrison catches the ball over the mid, middle, and Rodney decleats him. Like I think if if Marvin Harrison had any fillings, they were loosened by this hit. 
No, it wasn't like I don't know. Like that, he got him like kind of low, but he got him right on the ball. Like Harrison was like bracing for the hit. Rodney went even lower when he had the ball and just kind of wasn't like a stop hit him square. We're glancing, but his hit was square on the ball. Hit him square. Ball pops out. Our boy Tyrone Poole, who they mentioned uh, used to play for the Colts, which I yes. did not remember. And uh, the Panthers. I remember him playing for the Panthers for a while. But I didn't yeah. know he played for the Colts. So uh, found himself on the right side of the coin on this game, including that uh, fumble recovery. So the Patriots kind of escape a bit of like a, what could have been some, like a swing in points, a swing in momentum. Um, and they realize that and decide to uh, run the clock three runs and kneel to end the half or two runs and a kneel. So halftime, it's 15 nothing. And this is where I'm thinking, like, this defense is, is fucking killing it with the turnovers. And if the offense can just do, like, one more thing, like, we, we have this game in hand and things feel pretty good. And Peyton Manning well, you is kind of running their, for his life. Their drive chart after those drive charts from... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or in the playoffs? Because it what, what was... Yeah, it was the first, first half touch, first half, first half, drive. half drives. In the other games were touchdown, 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 end of half, right? Right. Basically. And in this game, what was it? Interception, interception, fumble, safety, fumble. <laughs> God damn. So they haven't had a drive that didn't end in a turnover or points for the other team. Still, <laughs> still haven't punted yet, though. Correct. <laughs> yeah. They have not punted yet. At least that streak's still alive, baby. Maybe yep. got three whole games. <laughs> you can have three. The rest of the NFL can have three. So they literally punt once in this game. Right. So like what you're saying, I mean, it's like you're, you, you dominate this first half yeah. dominate, but they were a couple plays away from being a one score game going into halftime, which is mm-hmm. scary yeah. in itself, especially how the, the, the game earlier in the season went when you, yeah. you blew a 21 point lead in six minutes. Yeah. And the, and the Colts are known for this too. Like they, they were down two touchdowns to was it the Bucks. Earlier in this season on Monday night, three, three, three touchdowns less than five minutes. They actually mentioned it yeah. in this. Game. You're right. Yeah, three touchdowns with about five minutes left, and they they won that game. So being up fifteen nothing at halftime, it's nice, but it doesn't quite feel like enough, right. especially when uh, Indy starts the second half with first of all a kick return to midfield on the opening kickoff. Then they converted fourth and one. And then this drive was like almost all runs as well. There was, there was no real Peyton Manning in this. And Egren, there's just like Egren James down their throat. And he ends up running it in from like the three. So now it's 1570 and thinking, ah, God damn it. Um, Which is right, like, so you're a, you were a couple of plays away from being a one point game if yeah. they yeah. got a touchdown in that half. Right. Or if like, or, Brown doesn't like strip that guy of the ball on the interception, they don't get those mm-hmm. three points, then you could be down two right now. Yeah. So this game is still very much in the balance. Um, and then Patriots again settle for another field goal, even though they get inside from the, the 15. Nine, from the yeah. nine-yard line, kick a field goal. Yep. Actually, no, uh, we were on the fourth, took like a delay of game, and then kicked it from the nine. Right, exactly. Uh, but then Indianapolis, they're only three and out. They're only punt of the game. So you're kind of like, okay, we're, we're maybe like that first drive may have been a fluke. That's great. 
maybe this defense is is ready to to hold again. Um, and then New England just starts running the ball. Like Antoine Smith in this game, I think we said it was the last game, or maybe it was like the last game of the season against the 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 Bills, where they they ran it all down the throat, and he it looked like he was running like it was two thousand one again. Mm. Same in this game. I don't know if they're just like saving his legs or something. No, it's the it's the shit fields. It must be, but yeah, he doesn't have a lot of moves. Line. But this, yeah, this offensive line played oh, amazing yeah. too. I could I could have ran for seventy five yards in this game for sure. Yeah, and that's that's but that's with being tackled by the first guy to touch you. Yeah, like the the offensive line. They were even mentioned it somewhere. It might have actually been right around here on some of these big Antoine Smith runs. Where the commentators are talking about how the Patriots offensive linemen were high fiving after the play because <laughs> they had blocked it so well. Yeah, Phil, that was good comment commentary. Yeah. It was like it's never good when the offensive line's high fiving. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, um, it was funny, wasn't it, Andy? Did you like it? Did it make you giggle? No. Fucking hated it. Yeah. I bet it was you didn't. Um we win two runs. We went from our 30 yard line to their 30. Just back to back, Antoine. Yeah, and it was gaping too. You drove. It was, yeah, tractor trailer through those things. So then they kick another field goal, right? right. From the three, from the three yard line, kick a field goal from the three yard line. Yeah, as you do. <laughs> Just like any of these turned into touchdowns, this game is an absolute blowout. That's exactly what I'm talking about. But yeah, oh, Antoine Smith, 22 carries, 100 yards, even. Nice day on the ground. I was stat checking myself. Um, yeah, but so so the Patriots, you know, have have answered that touchdown with two long drives, but six points. So now we're up twenty-one-seven, and Colts get the ball back again. And Greg, you want to walk us through this drive? Oh yeah, and then you're like, two wow. plays. He hasn't thrown his required interception for every quarter of this game yet. <laughs> True. <laughs> That's well put. And and Peyton gets a little happy feet. You can tell he starts like forcing it yeah. at oh, yeah. times in this game. Cause like a lot of these picks came when he's you could tell it was just like a frustration pick. Yeah. Too. And he's all, he's on the move. He's like this yeah. one, especially he's getting flushed out of the pocket. He's like rolling out to yeah. the side. So he gets he gets sacked the play before it's a second and seventeen. He's got nothing. Mm-hmm. Here's your down 7 End of the third quarter, and he's just like, wham, wham. <laughs> tries to flick one out in the flat when there's a guy directly in his face, overthrows him, and then Ty Law, again, just like following the play, not yep. the guy he was covering, fucking scoops in behind and just yep. snags it as he rolls out of bounds, second pick of the game. I think Peyton was more surprised about this interception than the first one. He thought he had thrown it away safe. Like Even if the guy's not going to catch it, he thought he threw it out of bounds. And there's Ty Law like, diving to pick it off. Yeah. Good yeah. luck blaming that on somebody, Peyton. Like, oh my. That's yeah, that crazy. one could not have been more Peyton Manning's fault. Forty-eight minute Manning face if you're at if you're. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, so that's so basketball. Twenty-six yard line, up twenty-one-seven. End of the third quarter. Yep, game's over. Right. Yeah, and New England uh, like Already as territory as that third half ends and the and the first the fourth quarter begins, um, like New England's driving, they're inside the Indianapolis five, 
And this is where Fourier drops yet another one of his what should have been a touchdown. You know, he hits him in the hands and just goes straight through him. Like it wasn't an easy catch, but it's an easy catch for uh, an NFL player. It's something he's caught before. Drops it. Um, and then the drive ends with Brady throwing an interception in the end zone, which is his first interception at home all season. Brady's just a horrendous time to throw it, too. In fact, yes. Not having a pick a couple of times in this game, but this one wasn't his fault. It's Dietrich Ward running the slant. It wasn't his fault, dude. Fuck that. Why did he throw the ball? It's 21-7. You're on the five-yard line. It's third. A field goal buries this game and he tries to yeah, stick we, one into coverage to Dietrich ward what are you doing you can't let that guy inside you i don't give you a shit you don't throw the ball if there's someone within five yards of him steve yeah, you can't it was not a great throw but it was also a very very badly run route so this is his first I mean, Dietrich ward and like it's not like blame him like why the he's fuck? a neat player okay he's neat <laughs> He was a neat pickup, so you shut your goddamn mouth. <laughs> if, if he if he ever writes a if he ever writes an autobiography, on the back of it will be great. Uh, neat player, Greg Brown. That's the quote on the back of the. It wasn't was me. It was Tom. Yeah. <laughs> via Greg Brown, via Phil Sims, via Tom Brady. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just have you all quoting each other. What a neat pickup that guy has been for us. He's neat. <laughs> so apparently not that neat not neat anymore not after. but this is tom brady's first interception at home since 2002 versus miami that's a long fucking time ago. that's like the december before yeah. long ass time ago uh it was his first interception at home in the last 330 passes and his first interception in the playoffs in the last 165 passes you knew he was going to throw one, though, when they put up a stat earlier in the game and they said, oh, he's hit 300 passes without throwing a 90 at home. Like, well, yeah, it's like saying they didn't punt the whole game. Yeah, <laughs> they, have a, they haven't punted for two games. <laughs> yep, or Adam Vinatieri hasn't missed all season. Yeah, or Peyton Manning's QB rating is 158.3. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so again had a chance to step on the on the Colts next and just didn't. Big um, turnover there. Really bad turnover. Yeah, and then on the next play, so the Colts get the ball to 20, the next play, the referees missed the delay of game by like two or three seconds. It was bad. Uh, I didn't know you were going to bitch about that. I watched that, and I was going to be like, well, let me, let me predict your next statement. You're going to bitch at Phil Sims for being like, oh, yeah, if there's a one-second difference, the refs aren't going to call it, right? <laughs> no. You fucking prove it. You have that written down in your notes. Yeah, you definitely have. Like, let's go to the commentator, the anti-commentator oh, section. Yeah. I, already goes I, yeah. Somewhere. I, will, I will show you the commentator section. <laughs> the only thing that makes Andy more mad than a, a missed call is when the commentator agrees with the missed call. <laughs> <laughs> shit on top of shit. Commentator section. Yeah. Empty. Oh, come Empty. Empty. I have something for the comment. You just deleted that. I don't believe nope. that for a second. <laughs> Control Z. Uh, what? It, oh, yeah, I fixed a typo. That was the last thing I've touched. I have, so, I have something for the commentator section while we're on it. Ooh. Well, hang on. Just, just to go back to Greg's point, what I was going to say is 
everybody bitching about how the Patriots and Tom Brady always get all the calls. He Come on, Andy. <laughs> Is it the lay a game on their own twenty? That's, that's yeah. like no relevance to. This but no, game instead, at all. instead they get a, a like eleven yard gain off of it, first down, moving the ball already. Yeah, fucked. The other, the other two drives that they started without it, they didn't score. So, <laughs> how did this drive end up? They didn't score. How did? What do you mean? Karma. That's why, Steve. Oh. Karma for cheating. You'd never catch the Patriots cheating. So Peyton Manning, the cheater that he is, will pay the price for this. Well, backing up a step, did you see uh, Ty Law and Harrison getting a little feisty on the sidelines when uh, Brady threw that pick? No. no. Yeah. They I showed it to, even before. I think it was actually the drop by Fourier. Those uh, two were on the sidelines, like huffing and puffing, being like, what yes. the fuck? Okay. Yes. That's what it was. Yeah. I missed that. I, I thought that was like pretty interesting. Yeah, it was almost like the defense. It was like it fuck? felt like they they realized that this game was on them to win. Yeah. After that, after that, like end of that series, the end of that drive, and like, and they made they had already made enough plays to win the game. It felt oh, just like. in the first half alone. Yeah, right. Like any points there, mm-hmm. you're, you're and it's like over. Seriously, yeah, you can start in the cruising. driver's seat. And start cruising. Yep. We just gave three you three score the, game. Gave you the ball at the 31 yard line, and then you turn that into zero points. Yeah. Zone, like a yeah. net 11 yards. Like, what the fuck? Right. Guy? Exactly. What were you going to say about the commentators, Steve? Well, I'll save that for my best. Okay. All well, right. This drive might be my favorite uh, defensive drive in, in Patriots history. Yeah. Uh, so you've been teasing a Eugene Wilson game. I told you guys. This is your Eugene Wilson. Is this the one? I told you ages ago. <laughs> so and the best part is I didn't know it was coming. Wait, wait, wait. So you're telling me that the reason you bought a Eugene Wilson jersey is from the well, was Tyler game. Was the Tyler game? Yes. <laughs> well, I already had the 04 Tyler Pro Bowl jersey, so. I'm like, which you are currently wearing for our listeners yes. who can't see you. Yes. Yeah. That jersey is so sweet. I love that it's jersey. Pretty dumb. But the interest, I, 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 I've been looking for these these plays for uh, multiple years, maybe a decade, and they don't exist on YouTube except for embedded in this two-hour. <laughs> they and will you just be on can't the website. find there's no eugene wilson highlight package because no one even knows who eugene wilson is we will we will but, make that package we are going uh, to but be i distinctly remember like two huge hits in the snow against indy but i had convinced myself by this point i was like that must have been next year's a- afc conference game yeah no no yeah i confused those two because i thought there was a teddy brewski play in this game and it wasn't it's in the next one right uh, but so yes, Brandon Stokely coming over the middle, <laughs> and I audibly gasped. I did too. Happened. It was like he catches it. He's the most defenseless receiver you've ever seen. Almost <laughs> like as soon as he turns his head, you know Brandon Stokely too. He looks like a fucking Wes Elker. He looks like a public accountant. He looks like a podcaster. Is what he looks <laughs> <Yeah>. like, <laughs> and he just gets absolutely demolished. This is like a feeling out of your teeth. This, yeah, this, this is this is one of the, but it was like shoulder directly to the the middle of your chest. Yeah, yeah, no flag. No, this is perfect. 
especially back then. I mean, I think that now it would have been a flag just from the defensive receiver perspective. Of but course. You're Immediate flag in today's NFL. Yeah. That one, when a head snaps like that, because he got that that whiplash head effect, right? Oh, Where yeah. he, he hit him the shoulder directly in the chest, but yeah. Stokely's head goes whoosh. It was about to dry. It was it was yeah. all Peyton. He was the one who threw that ball. He let him yeah. right into the safety. Yeah, which you've been kind of doing. Yeah, he's all day. Yeah, he's been he's forcing. He's down. He's like right. flustered. He's he's confused. He's he's, yeah, he's confused. He's, he's making late reads and he's fucking forcing balls and yep. kind of almost took Stokely's head off. Yeah. So he separated. No less than two plays later. <laughs> <laughs> what happens? He's got Marvin Harrison going down the sidelines and he does one of those like try and drop it in the bucket throws. Yep. Uh, or it was Reggie Wayne. Ooh, and, and Reggie Wayne does that little like, I'm going to catch it, sees out of the corner of his eye what's going on and like yeah. T Rex arms, arms it. it. Yeah. <laughs> and then Eugene Wilson just comes in and absolutely topples him. <laughs> just buckles him, dude. Yeah. That one might have been harder than the first one. And it I was. was like, and it Two was midair. Massive hits within three plays. And it was just like, holy shit. So for like if we have like new listeners who haven't seen this game, like maybe they became Patriots fans afterwards or something. Uh, just think of any launching penalty you've seen in the NFL on yeah. defense. It was that minus the flag. To the point yes. where the commentators are even like yeah. arguing about whether it should be a flag. It was, it was clean because well, he didn't use his head. He used his shoulder. He got him kind of like right on the collarbone area. Yeah. So like the hit location was clean, but he was defenseless. Like he yeah. just. Yeah. Both of them. Yeah. Yeah. And and actually, because like Sims was arguing, he's like, oh, no, that was definitely clean. Like he didn't, right. he didn't use his head. He used his shoulder. His head's like way out of the way. And then uh, what's his name? The other guy's like, yeah, but I think they were talking about that. It was uh, the receiver was defenseless. And he goes, oh. I think you could only... And then they move on to the next play. I think you could hit one. You couldn't hit him in the head, though. If you hit a defensive in the head. It was a shoulder directly in the face mask. Yeah, it was was dead right around. And he launched into it. It was just like... But, I mean, to to Reggie Wayne's credit, he popped right back up. But, Jesus, I don't think I would (laughs) have. I would have just been like, just dig me a grave here. I'm not moving. It was... Stokely comes back too because he it wasn't it. Stokely immediately was like, "Get me out!" Yeah, yeah. Stokely yeah. needed a break. Like Damn. sometimes when you see those ones now, though, like the helmet to helmet ones, it's like not cool. These no. were cool. Yeah, I'll yeah. say the, it. These weren't Head injuries. Oh. These <laughs> it might not be cool to say this, but it was cool to yeah. watch. This would be called targeting in uh, in college football these days. He oh would, yeah, he's ejected. he would have been able to make the second one because he would have been ejected. Well, like, in his defense, he's playing within the rules of the time. True. Right? Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, he was coached that way, and that's the way the game was. And played. you're playing the, the Marvin Harrison, Reggie Wayne, Peyton Manning, Colts, right? And that's like part of your game plan is be physical. Right. Yep. Is to make them pay for anything, which is what you right. did ever since like the 2001 Super Bowl, where you did it yeah, with the. Yeah, they've been doing it all game too. Like, they have been very physical all game. Very physical. Yeah. And the Colts receivers have been getting very frustrated. Um, They're so... very decapitated. <laughs> yeah. And very oatmeal brained. Boop. <laughs> <laughs> Just watch it again. It's awesome. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> but it, it's it's literally one of those plays that make you go, oh, yeah. Like when you're watching it real time, yeah. like, oh, I didn't see him coming because he comes out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah, I did. I audibly gasped. Yeah, I did I on both of them. It. I was like, oh, alarm and say, Lordy. <laughs> Goodness. 
goodness Good gracious. grief, as dad would say. <laughs> goodness grief. Uh, so after after Eugene's finished depleting wide receivers, uh, Manning gets sacked on third, which pushes them out of field goal range. Um, and so now it's fourth and the country mile. Uh, and there's no country strong boys co-MVPs in this game. So Peyton Manning on fourth down. Greg, do you want to walk us through this? Yeah, I think this is uh, this might be my favorite of the three tie really? interceptions. I was going to ask yeah. you. Actually. I mean, it's fourth down, and he's kind of like trying to stick one in there. Mm-hmm. But and it's like a he's going to the corner, right? It's like a inseam to out corner for Harrison. Yeah. And Ty Law's got his back to Manning, and then the throw's coming like right by his shoulder, and he like whips his head around and just like immediately reacts to the ball. I think it was. Yeah. That's like his true ball skills coming to play there. Good and call. he just snags it, turns around, starts doing his typical tie law thing where he runs around for like 30 seconds yeah. and gets falling like over yards. himself without getting yeah. touched. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see on the replay where it looked like he was passing off Marvin? He was like pointing to the, to the safety. Like yeah. To the safety. Oh, yeah. 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 Turns yeah. his head around, sees the ball's coming. I was like, well, yeah. fuck that. <laughs> there yeah. he goes and gets it. Yeah. Yeah. Cause he knew that the ball was coming that way, but he thought it was going to be up and over him. Yeah, so he completes his hat trick, third yep. of the night, fourth for Manning overall. All Manning three pretty nice uh, uh, interceptions. And the best part is Marvin Harrison has three receptions, <laughs> 19 yards, and a fumble in this game. <laughs> the guy who had 94 catches for 1,300 yards and 10 touchdowns in the season has three catches, as many as Ty Law. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. So more yards than that too. Marvin yeah. Harrison, uh, three catches, nineteen yards. Ty Law, three catches, twenty-six yards. There you go. <laughs> That's awesome. Troy Walters, who we'll touch on in a minute, uh, three catches, thirty yards. Probably should have had thirty-one if you wanted this game to continue, but we'll get. I love better offensive player than Marvin Harrison, notably. Yeah, I would agree. <laughs> Uh, he's yeah, he's a, he's a more favorite uh, Peyton Manning target. Same catches, more yards, no fumbles. It's pretty clear. Yeah, yeah. I would say so. And I mean, so this comes right off the the heels of that Brady bad interception. Yeah, where the Colts start storming down, and then you get Eugene Wilson huge hit. Mm-hmm. Eugene Wilson huge hit. Tyler off pick. Yeah, and, and it's just like that well. is just as a kid who was like, those are my two favorite players on this team was <laughs> Eugene Wilson and Ty Law. That drive. Like that is heaven. That drive Absolute is your wet dream. Heaven. <laughs> mom, mom, I need a Eugene Wilson jersey yeah. too. Exactly. <laughs> like, I already got the Pro Bowl one, Greg. Yeah. Well, Santa. Yeah, right. <laughs> and I was like, what do you mean Santa can't get me a Eugene Wilson jersey? Santa's <laughs> magic. Why doesn't he just fucking make one in his workshop, mom? Yeah. Give him the goddamn Elsa do sense. it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, uh, the Patriots don't do much kind of on offense the rest of this game. Uh, they go now, three and out after this. They, but at this point, they're almost like starting to try run clock. So there's like running the ball, whatever they can um, with whoever they have left. Antoine Smith, Kevin Falk, doesn't matter. Um, uh, the Colts managed to put together a touchdown drive. They're in desperation mode at this point. They're down 21 Still down 21-7. Yeah, it's like not desperation. Yeah. yeah. 
six well, minutes no, because yeah, there's like five minutes left, and Peyton's getting battered. Um, and they're running the hurry up like no huddle, just like and Manning's not like doing all his like movement and stuff. He's like getting the the line, snapping the ball as quickly as he can, and just like going for it. So they eventually managed to score a late touchdown. Manning to Pollard. Um, wasn't easy and took a lot more time than I think they wanted it to. Because this was Steve to Steve's point was where they started talking about how, oh, remember that game when they were down three touchdowns with five minutes left and they still came back and won it? And so they're trying to do that here and they just can't. Um it was shaky. It was touching. It was go. yeah. So at this point, but now they, now it's 21-14. Yes, yeah, with two and Touchdown a half game. minutes left. Yeah. But uh Fourier kind of redeems himself a little bit, I would say, by recovering the onside kick. Caught it clean and this onside kick, it felt very like typical Vanderjack. It was like, oh, I'm I'm so much smarter than these guys. Watch this. I'm gonna I'm gonna trick them because so they all like huddled, and you could tell the Patriots knew it was coming because instead of doing like uh you know when you usually see an onside kick where like everybody spreads out within like five yards but all the way across the field, they were all huddled like inside the uh, inside the hash marks like everybody except for two deep guys. I think it was Troy Brown and Kevin Falk or someone deep. And then everybody else was just like kind of milling around right in the middle of the field. And what the Colts decided to do was uh, Vanderjack just like broke out of the huddle and just kicked it right at the Patriots. And it kicked it right at Fourier who just caught it and fell to the ground. <laughs> like no bounce, no nothing. Just kicked it right at him. And the Patriots recovered the onside kick. Trying to yeah. outsmart themselves. I don't know. Yeah, you gotta try shit like that on size cake. Yeah, that shit only works in the Browns, though. Yeah, but uh, yeah. But like you could tell that they knew it was coming. So just yeah. be like, all right, you know what? Fuck this. Let's just do the regular on size cake. Like, I'm sure they practice that too. But I'm with Greg. You gotta try that shit. Have you seen the guy, the the fat, like Spanish looking guy that is uh he's like all these viral videos of him. Doing his special onside kick. No. And he keeps being like, yo, hire me, NFL. He's he's this guy that has figured out a way to like he kicks it directly at the ground right in front of him. And it yeah. takes like a huge hop. Yeah. And enough that he can just keep running forward and like catch the ball. Yeah. He, 10 yards downfield. So he's got all these videos of him like he'll kick it, he'll run, he'll open a car door and the ball go into the car door and then he'll close it. <laughs> And it'd be like, yo, Eagles, sign me. <laughs> these are all these videos. They're actually like, they got me thinking. All right. Maybe we should sign this guy. Got <laughs> this guy for sure. He's not an athlete, I love, I love kicker, uh, kicker like, awesome. trick shot videos. They're the best. Yeah. And, and if you're talking about an onside kick, it's like the same skill every time, right? If you can yeah. figure out like one that works, that's pretty valuable. Yeah. Although I have to imagine you could probably get somebody like a, a Gostowski or a Vinatieri to be like, all right, see what this guy's doing on a video? How long it'll take you to learn that? A week? Which makes me wonder okay. why they haven't done that. Maybe they've tried it. It doesn't work as well as it looks. I don't know. I don't know. He's pretty sick. This guy's hit a half-court basketball shot with an onside kick here. Damn. All right, you'll have to send me the video. We'll put Dude, it in the show notes. Let's get this guy on the fucking... Get him on the pod. He looks like a real great interview, too. 
<laughs> he does, right? Oh, looks like it's fun. Uh, well, Colts fucked up. Didn't hire him. He was yep. actually like a little kid at this point, too. Yeah. So the Patriots get the ball, um, and New England again just starts running it down the Colts' throats, trying to waste as much time as possible. Uh, they actually, so no, they don't. They throw, throw it. Remember? Oh yeah. Okay, on this drive, yeah, because suspect. A little bit suspect. And yeah, two and a half minutes left. So you got it on there, 44. Yeah. But the Colts have three timeouts. Right. So you run it first down, throw it second down, which gets batted down, third down. Great throw to Troy Brown down the seam, who's lined up against the linebacker, but the linebacker makes an incredible play and just knocks it out of his hands. Oh, it was a drop. Troy did have it. Now that I think that defender made a great play. <laughs> he did Bring he it up. A great play for the situation is in, but Troy had him beat, and he should have had that. Yeah, not a great throw. Not a great throw. Yeah, is that it's, what you on, said? it's on Brady. <laughs> it, it, it definitely it, wasn't it, Troy Brown's. Yeah, fault. If you want anybody to believe you, you need to be a fair. <laughs> that was that was that play was on Troy. Even Troy Brown himself would say that was his fault. No, nope. of course he would say that about everything, even yeah, if it wasn't exactly. I'm sure he would, but. but this Even one wasn't. Deep down dry, Troy knows that's his fault. No, that's, this one wasn't. I disagree. Andy, and, you and, know it's and you know what? I will, I will, I will not take Troy Brown slander on this podcast from either of you, I'm especially on a play either. like that. I am just. These are the facts. They're it's facts, libel. Andy. It's libel. Write it down. Facts. And be libel. This is yeah. slander. Andy, you realize that you're like. You're like the people that show up at the fucking Capitol trying to break in and storm yes. the center, right? You're, you're like, what? I doesn't matter what the truth is. I believe what my brain wants me to believe, and that's the end of the matter. Yes. <laughs> you're absolutely wrong. Same thing with anti-masks, Andy. You're. Just I'm just. Anti-masks. I'm just actually yeah. watching the game. You refuse to hear everything like pro-mask. You're like, nope. That's just fake. No. These are the facts see, that I have created in my head. See, now I would agree with you on this point if the garbage that was being spewed wasn't coming from the two of you who have iffy track Why? records in general. Like if this was coming from, if Bill Belichick I, came out and said, you know what, that was on Troy, I'd be like, yeah, all right, fine. If Troy came out and said, you know what, that was on me, I'd be like, you're not, Troy, I believe you. He but the two did. of you, two of you were garbage. Steve Brown started this this podcast being like, oh no, these commentators are great. And now look at you. Yeah, okay. And Greg Brown. Oh, I say uh, they're good when the, they're good and they're the bad. the first game bad. you've watched in a season and a half. So now all of a sudden you're an expert on, on each individual so play. Why are you so defensive? <laughs> it's, it's like oh. challenges to your worldview upsetting to you? No. Nope. In your safe space, you snowflake? This is what I'm Ooh. saying. This, this is not a challenge snowflake. To, to anything because it's snowflake. coming from you two. You soy boy. You fucking <laughs> cuck baby. <laughs> you libtard libtard oh oh beep that very is that naughty. okay very naughty sometimes a naughty to... boy that that is being naughty yeah, are we allowed to say half of words like that i don't think so what about this is this okay no <laughs> <laughs> no very naughty very naughty indeed. mom what do you think just know sometimes that a naughty boy that was hilarious in a uh, visual no. medium, what I just did. Yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> we'll never see the light of day. Yeah, better not. So <laughs> after, I don't even remember what we were talking about. Yeah, so the Patriots, 
Patriots get the ball after after the. Uh... Oh, we were talking about Troy Brown dropping that thing conversion. Butterfingers <laughs> Brown over there, <laughs> yeah. blowing the game for the Patriots. Okay, so go no free and out and punts for the second time in the game. Uh, this what is Ty Law got to intercept another one for him, Andy? Is that what's going to happen? Does he? <laughs> No. no, he doesn't. No. <laughs> so uh, the, three. that would have been sweet. Yeah, the Colts at this point have the ball back uh, at their own 20 with two minutes left, like exactly two minutes left. They go the elusive four and out. Yeah. Uh, I believe they don't get any yards. Zero yards, four incompletions. So the Patriots He's start. complaining the whole time about Marcus Pollard being held because he yep. goes in twice on third and fourth. Uh, and it was. But they've been if, they, if they got a call, call, that would have been a soft call because it was contact, but it was. 50-50. I'm sure Greg disagrees, but I don't give a fuck. They've been letting it go all game. Yeah. Um, uh, and then, so the pages start at the 20, uh, run it three times. The third time is um, a Tom Brady naked bootleg. Gets sniffed out. Tom Brady tries to juke the, the one defender that's out there with him, falls over and almost fumbles the ball away. But so luckily his knee is down. I had a huge problem with the, the the slant in the end zone. I'm okay with that. Yeah. The naked boot inside the 20 when you <laughs> all you need to do is kick a fucking field goal to win this game with Tom fucking Brady. What are you what are you doing? Why? I'm all right, right with the call. Uh, my my problem with it is that Tom Brady doesn't go down like a sack of potatoes as soon as that defender goes out. He does him. though? He, I mean, he, he's no, he saved doesn't. from the fumble because he goes down like a sack of potatoes. Well, no, I mean like without like he should have just like fallen down, slid, taken the the loss, sure. and that's it. But instead, he tries to beat the guy. Should have been in the position. Gets taken down, and then the ball gets ripped out. But luckily, his knee was down already because he's such a bad runner. Yeah, he was saved by that. That would have been if Peyton gets that ball, he's taking that to the house. Right, because it's still a seven point game. Five seconds left on his fifteen yard line. Doesn't matter if he has timeouts or not. He's gonna take that and score a touchdown and tie this game up. Yeah. So instead, the Patriots are able to kick a field goal. So now they're up ten and from the six yard line. Right. This game's over. Game's over. Um, but it ends, I think, in a perfect way because the Colts. Are driving, trying to, I don't know, put garbage time score up or something. You're not going to give up because it's it's the playoffs and you're still like you never close-ish. Know. Right. You never know. But on fourth down, Manning completes a, it's like fourth and 10 and Manning completes a pass to Troy Walters for like, it was like a five-yard completion. Troy Walters has enough room to go get the first down, but instead steps out of bounds a yard short of the line to gain. And so he gains nine yards on fourth and 10 and it's turnover and downs. Game over. Like the perfect way to end this game. Yeah. It's bonehead. But uh, when everybody in the stadium thought the game was over, including the people who are like wheeling on the stage to present the AFC championship trophy and the Patriots still had to run one more play to kneel it to actually officially end it. Cause it was like three seconds left. So everybody ran on the field and they had to like move everybody off. And you could tell Belichick was like pissed. Cause he's the only one that recognized what was going on. He's like dragging people off the field and stuff, but a great way to end the, uh, this, this season, the going undefeated at home. They went 10 and 0 at home. These new England Patriots which is a pretty impressive stat. What else? Uh, Adam Vinatieri tied the uh, 
playoff record for five field goals in a playoff game. Ty Law had three interceptions. Ty Law? Yeah, tied for seconds in the NFL with three interceptions in a playoff game. David Gibbons. Somebody else had four who's somebody I didn't recognize. David Gibbons continues his NFL streak of playoff games with a touchdown. Does he? Yeah, okay. remember he doesn't he have like a super long streak of playoff games with TDs. Like seven. I don't right? know. Maybe. Yeah, look this up. Uh, Christian Fourier continues his uh it continues the, the Patriots um streak of of dropped passes by New England tight ends. <laughs> okay. Is that your worst, Andy? Are we doing best and worst here? I guess so. No, that's that can't be my worst because I always start off on the positive note. Remember, in this house has a dropped QBR rating of over 100 points. <laughs> yeah, well, what did he finish with, Greg? 23 of 47, 237 yards, one touchdown, four picks, four sacks, rating of 35.5. They. Um. He was bad. He was really bad. Yeah. Harrison, three catches, 19 yards. <laughs> no one really on the receiving court did good. Uh, I think they should have gave Pollard did all right, but Edron James was like they they like had that one drive where he was running really well. I think right at the beginning of the second half. And then they just didn't give him the ball again. Yeah. One of those sloppy, like grinded out kind of games in the playoffs, like Adrian James is really good, and he's definitely getting some space there. All right. Man, too smart for his own good, though. Wanted to force the ball. Fucking yep. thing is, he's out to dry, throw a bunch of picks. Absolutely. All right, do you want to do best and worst? Well, can we talk about Ty Law? Oh, you want to talk about Ty? Yeah, give it to me. This is the Ty Law honorary episode here. You know? This is true. We've never really gone too far into depth about Ty Law. We haven't. So I said, let's give him a little historical context <laughs> how many pages do we have here before because it sounded like right. it was oh, no. on a cold snowy day in december 1985 <laughs> <laughs> no <laughs> he's from aliquippa pennsylvania mm-hmm. you know who else went to his high school that sounds familiar oh i i'm used to know this funny stat multiple people randy moss one of them no Mm. Mike some... Dicka, oh, Tony Dorsett, and Darrell Rivas. That's oh, Darrell Rivas, yes. And Press Maravich, Pete Maravich. Oh, yeah. Dad. So he went, he, I grew up in Pennsylvania, went to Michigan, was an All-American at Michigan, 23rd overall pick by the Patriots in 1995. Hmm. He... So he played. I mean, he's part of that original throwback team, all the Bledsoe teams. He went to the Super Bowl yep. against the Packers. Yep. Uh, five-time Pro Bowler, two-time All-Pro. He had 53 career interceptions, seven touchdowns. He's okay. in the Patriots Hall of Fame and the Pro Football Hall of Fame as of a couple of years ago. Is he in the Jets Hall of Fame? No. Nope. <laughs> We should induct Revis into ours, though. Yeah. He so I got a list of quarterbacks that Ty Law intercepted. Okay. Because he kind of spanned multiple generations, so right. he's right. He's, there's some sick names on here. So can we guess how many are on that, Steve? You and me. Oh, 
Total? I only have the notables. Oh, all right, never mind. All right, give, give me the give me the notable names then. Never mind. All right, first career interception was Jim Kelly. Damn, good way to start your career. Dan Marino, of course. Steve Young, <laughs> Troy Aikman, Boomer Sison, Steve McNair, Phil Rivers, Peyton, obviously. Uh, no kidding. Yep. And of course, Tom Brady and Drew Bledsoe. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, beautiful. Peyton. He loved picking off Peyton. Oh, God, yeah. How many did he have? He had a career total of nine interceptions of Peyton Manning. (laughs) He really was his favorite receiver. Five of which were in the playoffs. Oh, my God. And how many returned for touchdowns? At least one. I I can't remember. He may have had two off of Peyton for touchdowns. Yeah, I don't know. So he actually had he had two when he was on the Chiefs in 06, if you remember that. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I it was a wild Chiefs. card game. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He was getting old. He picked him off twice in the playoffs yeah. again. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they got 25. Peyton has 25 career postseason interceptions. Five of them are from Ty Law. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how many of them are, are from Patriots, I wonder, just in general? Because obviously you got another one with uh, Rodney uh, Harrison. Well, Greg just said some of those were when he's with the Chiefs against Peyton. Oh, that's true too. Yeah. Yep. Still, great. Uh, he picked off both the co-MVPs this year, right? Because he got McNair in the regular season. Then, he did. so he had four picks against the two MVPs in one Damn. season. <laughs> it's not bad. <laughs> uh, when Belichick was asked about him, he said, "Yeah, I mean, a guy that has a that has a rule named after him is probably pretty good." The Ty Law <laughs> the rule, Ty Law which is rule. kind of like a result of this game, this specific game, yeah, yeah, because mm-hmm. Bill Polian thought that uh, Ty Law was getting a little too handsy with his with his babies, and decided to uh, institute a rule that you couldn't do that anymore because of right. how the post five yards contact thing, yep. right? Just not yeah. allowed anymore. Yep. That's an awesome quote from Belichick. Yeah. <laughs> it really is. And also, like, about how he's just, like, a, a cool dude. Like, I watched a bunch of interviews of him, and he's just, like, I don't know, he's funny. He's, he's like, cocky, but not... He's not a dick about it. Eva cocky, you yeah. know? Yeah, he's not like, wide he's receiver like, cocky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he sold Brady his first home before Brady was a starter. Because they were both Michigan boys. Right. So he, when Brady moved here, he sold him a home and he was like, <laughs> Yeah, I probably took like a $100,000 bath on it because of all I gave it to him furnished. But he's yeah. like, Hey, he's a Michigan boy. What are you going to do? <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. He told a good story too about uh, after the, um, the snowball last year against the Raiders. He's, mm. he's good buddies with Charles Woodson. Oh, right. And him and Charles used to like meet up after every game they play each other. And he said he went looking for him by the bus when, uh, after that game. And Woodson wasn't there. He's like already on the bus. So yeah. Ty Law went and into the Raiders bus after the <laughs> snowball. I was like, yo, Woodson, what's up, buddy? And he was like, nah, I ain't about that shit tonight. <laughs> Not tonight. <laughs> and he was like, yeah, it's because you got your ass whooped. And he's like, and then I ran my ass off that bus as fast <laughs> as I could. <laughs> oh, beautiful. <clears throat> oh, yeah, I think um, 
Brian Mori, who we had on the podcast a while ago, the guy from the uh, Patriots Hall of Fame. Right. He does his Pats from the Past podcast, and I think they had Ty Law on there as well. I believe they have. And it was uh, it was a really good interview. I think I actually told that story on it. Yeah. It's fantastic. Yeah, he's just a legend. Just like yep. a, a cool guy, played with so much swag. Like, that's what, like, jumps out at me is, like – yeah. It just oozes confidence of while he's playing. And that's why I think he was like my favorite player. Is like at every part of the game, too. Like he wasn't yeah. afraid. He, he could tackle with the best of them. He can See. cover with the best of them. His instincts never seem to fail him. Like he never seems to make a wrong decision. And he's just the way he plays, too. You know? Yeah. Crying the biggest moments. Like this game is a huge game. Huge yeah. game. It's the best quarterback. He has three picks. This Super Bowl, he has a pick six. Like, yeah. Every time you need to tie a lot to make a play, he made a play. There he and is. And like a big play, too. Like, yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's like the Tom Brady gene, right? Yeah. yeah. Tom Brady's that same thing as when you need a play, you can trust Brady. Mm-hmm. He always He's like exceeds it. your expectations rather than like letting you down in a big moment. Yeah. And Ty Law was always like that for me, too. I agree. All right. To Ty Nicknamed T. Leasy. <laughs> I hope not. I saw this like Zoom thing. <laughs> and like, you know, has your name on there. Like yeah. before you log on, it just said T. Leasy. <laughs> Ty Law's Zoom thing? Yeah. yeah. T. Leasy. T. Leasy. Boy. <laughs> uh, all right. Let's do best and worst. I've been going for quite a while here. Steve, you want to go first? Yeah. Should I go negative since, or no? Do what you, you want. First you, in this house? you do what you want. It's your you house. My commentator one that I said earlier. Oh, yeah, yeah. And you know, I've been on this crusade about Phil Sims sexually harassing Armin Katayan. Yes. He does it again in this game. I don't know if you caught it. I did. Uh, I missed it. Is there he a said, kickoff? Yeah. He said, I think those coaches got Armin a little fired up. <laughs> you know? And like in a vacuum, doesn't sound that creepy, you know. But he says yeah. it like after the kickoff's already happening, and he like interjects it right at the end, and just all like the feet things you've been talking about. It's like, what do you mean fired up? Dude, yeah. I noticed one too. Oh, you heard another yeah. one about it? Well, I think it was that one. I I can't remember the exact wording, but I remember thinking like the way he said it like was so suggestive. Yes. And then Armin like didn't respond to it. It was <laughs> like, what? oh god, this is yeah, weird. Just, oh. And then they get yeah. the ball off. And yeah. then you're just like sitting there thinking about, did he just like make just a weird like sexual stewing in it? Yeah, it's like it felt like sexual tension. Yeah, <laughs> uh, something going on. It's nice. And then my best was uh, I don't know which of the coaches it was that you saw on the sideline, but uh, one of the current coaches, the Steve or Brian, gave like Belichick a hug right after he like picks him up. <laughs> and they're like they're all celebrating on the sideline he's like i don't know he must be like 13 maybe in this game yep, yep probably he's, he's young maybe even younger yeah yeah probably your guy's age at that there's time our, there's our future coach that's right yeah now he's coaching he's the, on the, the sidelines of the game he watched it he's, he's the defensive play caller mm-hmm. it's fantastic it's really cool 
Yeah. Greg, do you do you even want to do best and worst? I feel like I just got best three is... bests. Uh, <laughs> I wonder what they are. My third best was Tyler's second interception, <laughs> the one the overthrow that he scooped. Yeah. My second best was his first interception, the one-handed one where he's coming back towards his own end zone. And my best was his third interception, that spin around, boop, right in his thing. All right. Game sealer. And was your worst not knowing how to find the Eugene Wilson hits? Prior it doesn't exist. Today? It doesn't exist. It I've does on the website multiple times. It, it, it will on the website. website. Yeah. Yeah, but up to that point, it didn't. It's true. Well, that's why we're here. We're providing a service. Exactly. Yeah. We are doing the whole world a favor here. <laughs> All right. That my was my idea. background for ages. That's why I knew that play existed. It was. The second hit where he's like, he's oh, crushing yeah. Wayne. That air. was like, in, that was my background on my computer for like a long ass time. That's, that's a great picture. First computers too. Because that's a great yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. All right. My best um, was Charlie Weiss's halftime show because Armageddon was given permission to sit in on the, like the halftime, which like is the, the Patriots halftime locker room. Which is what made the other comment later creepy too. I was like, a little bit. Yeah. Um, but apparently, Charlie Weiss at halftime said, we have to give them no reason for hope on offense, which didn't work on offense, but on defense, it absolutely did. I just thought that felt, and, and it kind of like went back to all the things we were saying. Like they, they need to just like step on their neck and Charlie Weiss recognize it, but we have to give them no right. reason for hope. It's such that's a great why, though, coach that's quote. Why- they were the defensive players are so hot and bothered on the sideline because he said that in the locker room they had the chance to throw the interception. Right? Yeah, you get, it might be you right. you pick inside the red zone and you turn that into an interception in the red end zone. Yeah, like you can't give him any hope. They're giving him hope now. Yeah. and even like Tom Brady's attempting to fumble it on the naked bootleg would have given him hope. Right? <laughs> yeah, they, they, they did for back. a second until the play got yeah. overturned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This game legit should have been a blowout. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Um, and my worst was Dwight Freeney. Oh, yeah, I read that. You heard his name when they were announcing the rosters and not again. Yeah. Compared to like in the last game when they played on the turf. Honestly, it's got to be the turf. And he was just running past people on the turf. And they were talking about how even before the game, he was, Dwight Freeney was already frustrated because he, I think he knew what kind of game is going to be because like you said, it's going to be on the sloppy field. Brady gets rid of the ball really quickly. So he's like, I don't have a chance. Like you can't get to a quarterback like that. And we're going to run the ball at you and make you play yeah. run in the yeah. style. Which is exactly what he doesn't want to do. Um, and then lastly, I'm going to put this in the show notes, but I don't know if either of you caught this, but the commentators actually made a, um, they made a comment about it. Cause they, when they cut to like the, the fans, it was like coming back from, uh, come back from commercial or something like that. And uh, they showed this one dude and, uh, they're making a comment about like, oh, you should wear that. But this is the picture, guys. I don't know if you caught this. <laughs> yeah, I saw it. But it's like it's supposed to look like, you know, like a, a bear skin or something on your head. But it yeah. looks literally like this guy has like skinned his own dog and is wearing that. Like the the look of the, on this face of this animal that he's wearing. Or it looks like his dog is just like he's like holding this dog like a backpack. Yeah, wait, yeah it could actually be that. his dog. Yeah, he's like, all right, dog. <laughs> It's time to keep me warm. Get on my back and put your head on top of my head. But that whole face and everything with the ears and all of it, it's just, it's just 
perfect like New England person for this game with the with the shitty weather. And it's like, you know what? I, I think the weather's gonna suck, so I'm gonna wear the dog out. Oh, you know, his wife's like, you can't wear that on public. You might even get on TV. And then like this dude's on TV, the commentator's mm-hmm. talking about what he's wearing. It's like, oh, you poor bastard. Love it. Did you spot the uh, Clouds Corner banner in the yes, end zone? Yes, I saw that. <laughs> I was like, what the hell, dude? Let's get My Cloud. Cloud, baby. My Clouds. Like, yeah, I thought, I love the banner to him, but come on, let's get a little more creative with that right. with that name, you know? Cloud 9. Something, yeah. Anything other than Cloud's Corner. Let's get Cloud as would have been mine, obviously. Yeah, we know. Uh, all right. Hey, so that, hey, you, you, get off of my cloud. Ooh, girl. Um, <laughs> that was a Chris Berman. <laughs> He's a BC guy, though, right? That's why yeah. he probably liked him, because he didn't yeah, do anything this year. No, he, uh, he had two games where he yeah he ran for a couple touchdowns each game, and that was fine. it. I, I thought he looked really good. Yeah. I was, I was always getting cloudy. <laughs> but that's it for uh, for the 2003 AFC Championship game against the Indianapolis Colts or what's left of them after this beatdown. So next week, the Patriots will return to the Super Bowl for the second time under Bill Belichick in three years. The makings of a dynasty, according to Phil Sims. Mm-hmm. So we will see what happens then. Where are we going? Where are we traveling? Next week, the Browns are taking uh, this podcast to the Super Bowl. <laughs> Steve. See what I did there? <laughs> I did. We are heading to Reliance Stadium, Gregory. Houston. Hey, Houston. Ugh. Houston sucks. Right. The last time we were in Houston, uh, the Patriots were getting uh, a little bit manhandled by the upstart Texans, who were not good at this season. Speaking of getting manhandled in Houston, how about that Deshaun Watson stuff going around? Uh, <laughs> Sometimes a naughty boy. <laughs> Very naughty. All right, so we've muted Greg. <laughs> Very naughty. Very naughty. Very naughty. Very naughty. No, I've literally muted you. We can't yeah. hear what you're saying, Greg. <laughs> this is nice. <laughs> That's kind of I say you gotta have your fucking mute finger quick on me. Yeah, no shit. Yeah. Oh, god damn it. All right. Well, on that note, uh, I have some editing to do. And uh, while I do that, we will see you later. See you later. See you later.